Comics TAS Episode 1 Night of the Sentinels. This is the very first episode of the new show, Canceling Pages and Moving On to Something That I Thought We Would All Be Able to Keep Up With, But Apparently Not. Apparently Not. Two episodes was just too much for this here Fandom Night crew. It's just too fucking much. It's yeah. like less than 40 motherfucking minutes of watching. Can't get you to read 10 minutes of a book. Can't get you to watch 40 minutes of a show. I'm just at a complete loss, so we're going to do this with the people that I have when I have it. Eh, it's whatever. I mean, it could always be worse. My ass tried to watch these two episodes off of YouTube where they literally <laughs> zoomed in the video and fucking put an audio distortion in there, and I was like, what the fuck am I even trying to watch here? <laughs> I've seen that. Until they... Scott was like, oh yeah, it's over off a of daily motion. I was like, well, motherfucker, give me a link. They do that with <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, too. They'll post, they'll post the entire episode of Dragon Ball Z zoomed way in, and the audio's screwed up, and the image is flipped. Yep. And they're like, now we have full episodes on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, but you don't. Because yeah. nobody wants to watch that fucking faded, crappy, zoomed-in dialogue, scratchy shit. Yeah, exactly. But we have Reploid Bill, William Bush. Seth Lovell, Sario. Scott Action Jackson, who's a bit deaf in one ear for some reason. Well, that's good. That'll That'll help you throughout the night. I, I think it might have something to do with that intro at, you know, the one point where all of a sudden it just gets yeah. louder than fuck. Yeah, that probably yeah, help. awesome. Don't worry, this is a whip right now. Yes. Uh, hardcore work in progress. Very much going to be a work in progress, but let's drop that website so we can get started. Hey guys, I know you're about to get your podcast on, so I'll be quick. If at any time you feel like dropping your own opinion into what we're talking about, head on over to FandomNight.com and all of the contact information for every single one of our shows, including the one you're about to watch, is there. Alright guys, I'll leave you alone. Alright, so this, this whole thing is basically this. Rather than do synopsis of the story and stuff like that, we're just going to be talking in general, about this episode. I took my notes in order the best that I could, so we'll try to stay on track the best that we can. But the idea here is that you've already seen the episode. It's two. There's two of them. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, about to say, parts. you keep saying episode. No, 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 it's a two-parter. This is the one, This is a one-parter. The episodes themselves are two-parters, so... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, will be re- we will be talking... We'll be talking um, arcs in this show. So the next one is going to cover the next two or three episodes that cover the Magneto arc. Which I think it's only two, actually. Sounds about right. But... Another two. <laughs> for the sake of, let's start where the episode starts. The intro. The intro. Look, at look, guys. <laughs> for some reason, when I was a kid, this blew right by me. It was something that never, never knew it ever. Wait, wait. We a know intro? Is no, something that you missed. <laughs> no, we we they told us Morph was going to die in the intro. Yeah, oh, that part. Okay, he's not in it yep. anywhere for even a millisecond. Not even a background character. Warpath is in the yeah. intro. Warpath on the wrong side. Yeah, Warpath I think. on the wrong side is in the intro. Yeah, and yet 
No more. No more. We knew he was going to die, and we didn't even know he was going to die. Like, it was guaranteed from the start. <laughs> yeah, which makes it even more ridiculous, because after re-listening to uh, him talk, I, I want to say I forgot to do the research on it, but I want to say the voice actor who did uh, Morph is the exact same guy who did uh, Violator in uh, the Spawn HBO series. Really? Because of that cackling laugh, I'm almost certain it's the exact same dude. That would be kind of neat, actually. That would be neat. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> my next note is, it's really just a comment, but, um... Uh-oh. Guys, Sabretooth threw a cop car into the sky, helicopter level. Yeah. He's not supposed he, no, to be he's not that, that strong. fucking no. strong. Yeah. No, he's not. This is, this is going to cause us a major problem when we get to the Wolverine versus Sabretooth fight in, like, the fourth episode. Well, that, and he's also tossing around some people, too, so... People is not... Yeah, people as, is one thing. When you're up, Bill's got to go to work. He threw a cop car into the sky, helicopter level. Yeah. Fuck. Holy shit, man. That, I don't know why. I had to bring that up. I had to bring oh, that up. Boy. So that's that's the first thing I noticed. But before we really get into this, <laughs> let's talk costumes. Let's break down the costumes of the show. Oh, costumes. Oh, we're dipping okay. into another we're gonna, show. We're going to jump into the costumes. <laughs> let's talk Professor Xavier. Okay. Okay. With his caterpillar... Caterpillar eyebrows and his ugly fucking business suit. Like, what is that? And his caterpillar wheelchair. Business suit? I don't know what that is. What do you mean business suit? That ain't no business suit. What is That's that? That's the suit you wear to your enemy's funeral. <laughs> That's what that fucking is. It's a shit brown fucking suit <laughs> looking so... like a... Oh, God. It is. It's ugly as shit, dude. He has, like, the ugliest suit ever. That's some shit that you go down to like a hand-me-down store and you go, yeah, I need a suit for uh, my granddad's funeral. Well, I got this one sitting in the back. It's 20 bucks. Sold. It wow. almost it almost reminds me of the suit that Vorkweer wears in uh in the guild. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the weird thing is, through some of these early episodes, what, you just see like the top half. So yeah. As far as we know, he's not wearing any pants in there. He's got a blanket. <laughs> he's got a blanket here on his hover chair. So he's got yeah. his he's got his legs covered up with a blanket. Which I'm not sure why that is. I don't. I don't understand why he needs the blanket. I'm with with the with his chair being that fucking futuristic. Yeah, exactly. Where it, it, sh- it should automatically be like. Shouldn't controlled. it have a heater or yeah. something? Like my wheelchair not... doesn't have AC, so I have to have a, have a blanket on. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. No shit. And technically, it's the other way around. It's not really AC. It's more just uh, it doesn't keep my legs warm, so that way then they don't just fall off and die. Fucking, you sprang for the full extras package on your chair, fucking Xavier. Yeah, exactly. This fucking chair, it floats around, it does whatever the fuck you want. Okay. But there's no heat or AC in that motherfucker, so if so, you go to the desert, your legs are roasting to death. Oh, if, you, if you decide to go to Antarctic, <laughs> so you're going to get goddamn frostbite on your dick. I don't know why, but the blanket uh. bothers me. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> this chair is so futuristic, he couldn't have like a little heater pad or something. Yeah, exactly, but fuck do we know. But let's rate each guy, not in terms of like we do on the other shows, but is he is he his costume fine? Bad? Good? The chair's okay, the suit sucks a dick, <laughs> so I'm going to put him at about 50-50. Okay. 
uh, to me, his suit's normal. So the the wheelchair, yeah, futuristic and looks awesome for what it's able to do. The chair's pretty cool compared to what we had in the book, where he just had like the little the wheels, the X wheels. Yeah. But uh, yeah, to me, I'm kind of the same. I'm fifty fifty with the. Xavier's. All right, so we'll agree on that. He himself does not look cool, but the chair kind of makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Compensation. Even, even the figure looked awesome with the wheelchair itself. So. Yeah, no, it's it's quite literally. It's like when you when you see the dude who pulls up to the light and he's got like the you know eight foot long pickup truck that's like eight foot in the air and then he jumps out and the dude's like only three foot tall. <laughs> that's Compensation like a motherfucker. Yeah, that's like what a that chair is from a Shrek. Yeah. His fucking compensation chair. <laughs> I can't walk no more, so I'm going to make this bitch look good. Now, this Xavier, this is getting into a little bit of the future, but keep in mind that this is not... While we could reference the comics a lot and say this is wrong or this is right, this is wrong, this is right, yeah. this is its own universe. So we're just going to get that out of the way right now, because every now and then I'll bring up that something is not right, but... This is its own universe. Yeah, exactly, because there's something hardcore I want to bring up that kind of crosses into the comics, well, but we'll get there he, when we get um, there. Actually, I have a few things, too, on my Xavier, list. Xavier, but... in general, he lost his legs in the series because his mind was too powerful. Later on, they'll go to the Savage Lands, and he can walk because he doesn't have powers. His mental ability is crippling him. So, so oh, is, yeah, is that, that like thing. losing okay, the right. will to live, like Padme? I don't know. Yeah, he his his mental abilities are so powerful that it somehow cost him the use of his legs. Yeah, which is weird because if memory serves, and again, we'll get to it later, but I could have sworn that what had happened was uh, he went to go to help somebody and like the cafe he was in blew up as he was leaving, and that's why his legs got fucked. It's, but, uh, I think that was man, part of the Days of Future Past episode. In terms, it might have been, but again, we'll get to yeah. that later. In terms of the comics, it's it's changed so many times. Everything from yeah, I keep remembering. Magneto stabbed yeah. him in I the back even, to even accidents. The movie, the movie itself, I think, was like a bolt to the spine. Or yeah, something. that is yeah. that is wrong. That one I could promise you. But then again, like I said, they're yeah. their own universes. So, yeah. anyways, um, Xavier's Xavier's he he passes. He barely passes with his compensation chair. Who's next on our list? Let's talk Jubilee. <laughs> oh, I got a lot to say about Jubilee. Just you know, coat. not so much the costume with her fucking yeah, exactly. Her, her, her banana raincoat wearing coat. bitch. Banana raincoat wearing bitch. Okay, so she's got she's got a giant yellow duster raincoat. Short. No, they're not short shorts. They're they're blue rolled, shorts. They're blue shorts rolled up. Yep. They're not cutoffs. They're not actually that length. She had long boots. shorts that she rolled up. She's got blue boots. First off, I don't know where you bought those. Like, what are those? Those are like, I wonder if those are rain boots. She's got the raincoat. She just thinks yeah. she, she lives in the stormiest of places. Is what's going I, on? I, I, doesn't she also have like a pink shirt, pink gloves, and pink glasses? I her, I think her gloves are are there aren't her gloves the yellow? Gloves are yellow. Yeah, oh, she has okay. yellow gloves. Yeah. Yellow gloves. Yellow gloves. And she's wearing that pink shirt, which yep. we don't know if it's short sleeved or anything like that. Because even she never takes the fucking coat off. Even when they take her to the X mansion and put her in a hospital bed, they don't take off the yellow <laughs> yellow raincoat duster. Uh huh. She wears it all the time. When she's kidnapped, she wears it. When she's in the hospital, she wears it. 
always with the yellow coat. She's about. She's walking through her house, about to lay down to go to bed, and you know, yeah, she's still wearing the coat, like she's just gonna go to bed in the coat. I bet yeah. you the bitch takes a shower in the coat. In fact, they didn't even take her shoes off when they put her in the oh. hospital bed. <laughs> <That's laughs> you know, fucking they true. Kept her fucking dumbass <laughs> blue boots on. <laughs> Yeah, when she was sneaking out, it's like, oh my blue god, boot, blue boot, blue boots. Yeah, which then gets a little bit ridiculous later on when we get to Storm, and we'll get to her in a minute or two. But yep. it's like, what the fuck, really? Okay, she also has these big, fucking pink glasses, pink glasses, like yeah. hardcore. That's nineties. Yeah, that's, yeah, what that's, that is. Yeah. That's nineties, and then she's got the punk hair. So, 90s. what are we enough. thinking? What are we thinking here for that Jubilee? I'm thinking she's hardcore 90s other than like the fucking yellow shit all over everything with the gloves and the coat and the fucking blue ass booties and shit. You know, with a changed color scheme, now this is comic books, so we get away with yellows and shit, but with a changed yeah. color scheme, she might have fit in pretty well to a 90s superhero team. Yeah. Not that I like I I don't like her design. I think she looks dumb. I'm I'm giving her I'm giving her a fail on this. She's laugh out loud. I I'd say for 90s she might pass, but for now it's a fail. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, fail. I don't know. Again, I'm still 50-50 on it cuz change the colors and you're right, she might fit. But as it stands now, fuck that. No. Okay, that's two down. Who we on now? We'll move to Storm since I brought it up. Okay, let's go to Storm. Sure. Because when we first see her, she's in just like a normal shirt and a pair of jeans and some high heels just walking he's, through he's the mall. He's about to hit one of my notes. And then all of a sudden it's just, well, actually, we, oh. We, we passed a, one of my notes. Yeah, but. exactly. But yeah, then we get to, if, if oh, we, look, here's a on. Sentinel. If we cross somebody's note, like because our, our conversation could go random, if we hit somebody's note, just make sure you take it off your list so we don't double talk. Okay. And when it was, we'll be jumping around, so we'll get to other notes and everything. But yeah, no, so we see her, and then of course Rogue is walking with her, but they're walking through the mall buying shit. All of a sudden, oh look, a Sentinel, somebody help me, and Storm just goes, oh, you know this t-shirt that I'm wearing, like a fucking tank top that's off the fucking shoulders, and you know, my cleavage is hanging out? Yeah, all of a sudden, let me throw up my hands, and now I'm in like a full white fucking, uh, what is it? spandex bodysuit with fucking little wings coming from my arms to my back. Okay. Huh? Before we do that, I want to say, I want to give I want to give a thumbs up to this series for one thing. The characters are adults. Yeah. I'm so tired of this. I get it. They're teenage superheroes, blah, blah, blah. I'm so fucking tired of the oh, teenage the superheroes. themselves. They're, they're still teenagers and stuff, but otherwise. Mm, I'm going to be bringing that up, too, because I didn't see any students in the school. Well, Jubilee, but. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but yeah, I like that they're adults. I like that we could tell real stories and the characters can look a certain way and they can be adult. I don't like all this teenage shit all the time. It doesn't, yeah. like, I prefer X-Men Gold to X-Men Blue. That's the way I am. X-Men Blue is the younger characters. It's good and it's starting to ease into where it needs to be. But X-Men Gold hit the ground running because they're adults and you could tell complicated adult stories in those books. I like that. And this, this, they tell us, they tell us little parts about the characters easily through showing us that they'll actually go out and they have different clothes and they're not just superheroes and whatnot. Yeah. And I'll be bringing up something else about the fact that they were out at the mall too. <laughs> yeah, but again, the fact that she goes from, yeah, here's, you know, my titties hanging out and my, you know, shoulders aren't even in my in the sleeves of my shirt to, 
Here's a full body fucking spandex outfit. Huh? I had a question about that too. I don't think it's spandex. A lot of the others I think so, but something about her design makes me feel like she might have a leather fetish or something. Like I don't know. That's a possibility. Like like what like a silverish white leather or something? It's possible, but I don't know, yeah. man. Something about her doesn't scream spandex to me. It just the way it looks like Wolverine, I'm gonna say he's wearing spandex. Yeah. But like yeah. I don't know. So anyways, she had she has that weird cape that's attached at the arms yep. and at the back, but it's not a cape. It's like these two Nike swishes or yeah, something. They're, <laughs> like, they're like wind socks, basically. Like, right, right. Like, I'm wondering if that's how she flies, because those things are always out anytime she's flying. Like glides? Yeah. Like gliders, like, sails yeah. or something? Yeah, Which, like, since she can control it, she could push the air into them. That would make some yeah. kind of sense. But then again, she could just form a tornado around her legs, and off she goes, too. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not much to say about her. She has giant white 80s hair, like she was in the band Poison or something. Yep. And she's, uh... She wears a big, giant gray suit with boots. No gloves, I don't think. I think her hands are... No, no, are just- just yep. Hands. Yep. Her hands yeah, are exposed. Hand, yeah. Okay, that's fine. And then she has the the sails yeah, or whatever they yeah, are. That's what we'll refer to them as. You know, as ridiculous as it is, I like this storm. Yeah. I think she's a pass. Yeah. the The only other storm that I like more is Mohawk Storm. Oh, I that's love eighties storm. Yeah, that's just because that storm. Okay, that I get that one. I really do. I get that outfit. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a timepiece. My two when favorite. It comes to this, my three favorite storms are Storm of the 80s, Storm of this 90s series, and the original Storm. Back when she had an elongated, almost cat like face, and she was very. Oh, yeah. She was very goddess. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed the original Storm. But yeah, I, I have to agree. I, it's definitely thumbs up for this storm, the actual X Men attire st- storm. So, who are we on next? Uh, How about we talk about her friend, since her friend was right yeah. there with her? How about we go to Rogue? Oh, Rogue! Oh, she wears a yellow and green full covering bodysuit, making sense yeah. for her character, and a jacket. Some. Uh, like a yeah, she wears like a short short jacket, an aviator it's, coat, yeah, an aviator yeah. yeah, jacket coat thing. And then she has yellow gloves that cover her hands, and then she wears a type of boots, which I I'm going to be honest, I don't well, remember the color. Well, of the it boots. depends uh, on, on on which part of one of the episodes, because at one point when she takes off her glove, her hand is still green. Yes, there's animation, yeah. there's animation <laughs> flaws throughout the throughout the thing, but that's. That's Man. that was just standard practice. Like it, it, it's oh, still a, a standard it, practice was... today, where most cartoons what they do is they'll drop the cells if it's still cell animation. Yeah. But they'll still drop the cells and then send like the blueprints out to like Korea or wherever, where they have literal factories where it's just people just copying over the blueprint and then making each one of them. So sometimes if they don't know what the fuck is going on, like that's the reason why in Ren and Stimpy. Fucking Ren's eyelids are black because they didn't know what the fuck to make them. Yeah, and they thought he just had huge fucking eyebrows. One of the things that causes these problems is that when you do this, when you outsource your animation the way that we do, and to be fair, even Japan outsources like 
like a Japanese company that's making an anime will end up outsourcing the animation and parts they don't want to work on to like this guy, this guy, and this guy in their own country, of, of course. But they'll be yeah. like, hey, these other animation studios work on this. We're working on the bulk. And um, what ends up happening is that they may have sent that scene to one guy's over here, and then another team inside of that building was working on the prior scene where she takes the glove off. Now, because of that, the other guys saw that she had the green sleeve and just thought that it was supposed to go all the way down because they've never seen X-Men. They don't know what they're working on. Yep. And this is, this is you know, some... Yeah, they just they just do it, and then they send it back, and then we've got to be like, well, fuck it, nobody will notice. Much like no. hopefully nobody will notice that I accidentally kicked the box that had the other mic on it and it fell down. Oh, well. So if there's a dupe, that's what that was. I... I uh oh and she has she, they uh in, in the comic books she had headband they yep. did not they did not transfer the headband honestly I'm okay with that yeah yeah I'm all right with it because in the 90s she wore this dumb headband and I think it's dumb it was like a, it was almost like a headband sweatband type of thing yeah. and then her hair was kind of around it and believe it or not I prefer this where her hair is just the way it is no head obstruction this time. Yeah. I like her costume. I I really do. And like, she was kind of the sex symbol of the X Men. Oh, yeah. yeah. But to be honest, her costume is pretty fucking baller status. It really is cool. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. She can't touch people, so you need to cover her up from head to toe. Yeah. Because if somebody accidentally bumps her in battle, they could die. Yeah. <laughs> Or even worse, the enemy decides uh, to be a dumbass and tried to punch her in the face or give her a headbutt. Oh, and her powers are broke as shit in this version of her because she was able to pull Wolverine's strength through his shirt, which means that if you bump into her skin, she will take away your life force. Now, yeah. normally doesn't she doesn't she have to make skin to skin contact? Yes, that's part of her powers. But in this, <laughs> if she touches you. You're dying. So she needs that full bodysuit worse than she's ever needed it before. Yeah. Yeah, especially seeing as how, if memory serves, she actually didn't have several of her powers until she had bumped into several other superheroes. Like, Well, uh, she, uh, the way she got the power set that you're seeing in this Captain is... Captain uh, Marvel. Yeah, she grabbed on to Ms. Marvel and held on until she sent her into a coma... And later on, you'll even figure out that there's still part of that woman living inside of her. Yep. Now, I know every time when I see Rogue, even from this 90 series, and this costume design carries on in the comics. Yeah, I even have her on my shelf up there. She's she's yep. easily my favorite Rogue design ever. She's on the DC section. And every time when I see her, it's like... Or the Marvel section. I, I apologize. And, DC. And every time when I see her with that design, it's like, damn, I'd risk it to fuck her. <laughs> I would trouble. risk it to fuck her. To Fun to die. Fun to die. <laughs> ah, hell, I'm smart enough. I know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think she's a pass. I really like this costume. Yeah. Yeah, it's a oh, yeah. pass. I mean, not, not only because of the design, but her shape. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Dang, listen to him. He likes some rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure most people who grew up with the show did. Yeah. Most people like a rogue. I, yeah, I, guess, yeah, I, yeah. I can see it. I can and, see and it. And it especially doesn't help with the fact of uh, she's that old 
you, you can't have, so don't touch, so you want to touch in and the, have. In the worst way, yeah. you can't have, don't touch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so now we've conquered a couple of the X-Men. Who's next on our list? Uh, Probably the Raging Cajun, seeing as how he's the next one that we're introduced to. Oh, man, you want to talk about Gambit. <laughs> I think most of his attire stays the same throughout the cartoon. Okay, but Gambit. Most of his attire stays the same throughout most of everything. Yeah, that's that's his most common costume now yep. is peacocking gambit. Yep. Like peacocking. He's pe- All he is a trench coat and some like blue and purple no. black underneath. No, that's he's, that's peacocking. He's gambit. peacocking. Yes. He's peacocking like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he's he hard. purposely puts that fucking mask over his face with the T cut out in it. Oh. So all you can see is like the nose, the lips, and the eyes with the hair sticking out. So you don't see like chin, neck, nothing. Like that's literally from crown down oh, and is his, covered and his except finger for gloves. Yeah, and yeah. his finger is his hobo gloves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Gambit. Big metal boots. They're yep. metal boots, okay? Big, big baby blue metal boots. <laughs> blue boots again. Here we go again. Okay. Then, then he 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 decided that that wasn't he wasn't peacocking hard enough, so he went and he got his yoga pants. Yep. He put on his yoga pants with his purple straps across yep. the side here, purple squares down the side of the of his of his uh of his yoga pants. Then. He found the most hardcore strange belt I have ever seen uh-huh. in my life, that blue rope belt. Yep. And he put that thing on. Then he tucked in his his nice, skin-tight, fucking neon purple mm-hmm. fucking undershirt. Yeah, he went, he went and he got a fucking nice set of purple under armor. Yeah. And threw it on and fucking tucked it into the pants because... Even though I'm going to go kill people, I better make sure I look good while doing it. Then he put on a face glove. Yep. And he covered that whole thing up with an old duster that he found in a dumpster. Yep. (laughs) He's peacocking like a motherfucker. He's like, come at me, bro. Yeah, along with his fucking hobo gloves. Oh my god, the hobo gloves. And they're skin-tight hobo gloves, too. Yeah. And then, and then to make matters worse, if memory serves, I know his eyes are a different color, but if They're memory black. serves, yeah, he actually he put in like contacts on when the black There's stands a reason. out more. There's a reason for his eyes. Actually, it's one of his mutant powers. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's it's not talked about ever. It's only mentioned in a couple of comics that I know of. His eyes are part of his mutant power. Um, I'm, I'll just cover it right now. I have it on my notes, but we'll just cover it right now. When Gambit is talking to that woman at the start, and oh. she's really into him. Oh, yeah, she Oh, is. he's got hypnosis, don't he? Look at that motherfucker for a second. Yeah. Peacocking motherfucker. Yeah, he's peacocking like a bitch. His eyes are fucking red. Everything else is like that dark black. The reason his eyes are like that is he has a hypnotic charm mutant power where ladies like him a lot. He can sway people, and he can talk his way out of most situations, because if you're susceptible to it, you he can he can't control you, but there he has like a charisma power. So I wonder how many kids he has by having this thing. <laughs> so that's what's really going on in that scene when she's like, 
oh, you like to play cards. And he's like, I like solitaire, okay? And she's like, unless, unless I, I got, got something else to entertain me. Yeah, he's like, unless I got someone to play with. Like, holy shit! Yeah, exactly. It's like, kids oh, card. I grew up watching that, and there is a there is a hey baby right yeah. at the start of the show, exactly. right at the start of the show. There's and then and then it gets worse because then like the sentinel stomping around, and all of a sudden he cuts back to him just standing there, and he's like, "These will do nicely," and he puts one deck of he the eight. He steals them. Yeah, he steals one out of the eight fucking decks and just places it in his fucking coat pocket. He and she's like, shit. And she's like, "So what are you doing later tonight?" And he's he's literally. He starts saying something along the lines of, "Well, what time are you off? Because it could be you." And all of a sudden, like the sentinel starts, and he's like, "So what to?" We might need to move, yeah. Yeah, he grabs her and runs to the back, and the sentinel's head falls through, and she's like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, your insurance can handle it. And then he just gets up and takes the cards. He's out the door. He's like, bye, bitch. (laughs) It's like, you motherfucker. You you just got robbed, and your store got destroyed. And you had a good time while it was happening. Uh Uh-huh. So, Gambit, I'm giving a dude... I've never seen motherfucker Peacock so hard. He, he gets he a wins. thumbs He's up. He's getting yes. my thumbs up. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of half and half. I mean, I, I love the the, ja- the the trench coat, but the rest is like, eh. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Yeah. Okay. Next on our list, Cyclops. Full blue bodysuit, skin tight. Yep. Yellow belts yeah yellow everything he else a, he has a yellow yellow uh yellow boots yellow shorts he has he has a yellow speedo. they're cold trunks yeah they're cold trunks they're speedos to us but back then what superman and all those guys were wearing they were strongman trunks because yep. when you wear these full spandex body suits your nuts hang out yep I'm serious. Yeah, it's so not, it's not, it's where, where's I, trunks over I love here? how you're so fucking laughing, and that's still like the same shit that we see yeah. every time we watch wrestling. It's yeah. the exact yeah. same They're still wearing thing. them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're called strongman trunks, so that's yep. what they were. They were usually worn by circus strongmen to hold their nuts in. Well, we're, we're just used to being called like tights. Right. Yeah, yeah but they, they were referred to as trunks. And so tights. he has these yellow trunks, yellow belts, yellow utility belt, and um, yellow, yellow boots, boots yellow, and yellow, yellow gloves. gloves. Yellow visor. Yes, and the yellow, which I, I don't know if that's supposed to be gold or if he really is wearing a giant painted yellow visor. I mean, I don't... No clue. So. I just love there's one part about it, which I'll bring up later, because I know you have a, you want to do some ranting on it too, probably. I like very few, very few Cyclops costumes. Uh, I like, I'm sorry if it's cliche because it's all black and leather and, and shit like that. I like Ultimate Cyclops. Yeah, I'll agree I think he that. looks fine. I like, I like uh, Cyclops Phoenix. I think he looks crazy cool. And believe it or not, I'm kind of into the Cyclops from... Uh, um, from right before he died, where he had that weird X thing on his face. I kind of like oh, that yeah, costume. Yeah, 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 the one where he's all red with the red X. Yes. Yeah, that one I like, too. Otherwise, most of his costumes are laughable. Like, he's always wearing the condom helmet. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, the condom helmet. He has the full condom suit, like, four or five different times. Mm-hmm. Um, his, colors, his colors are... He's a throwback. 
is what he is. The reason for the yeah. yellow and blue is because he's a throwback to the original first classman. He is a first classman. He never left those colors. And they stay pretty consistent throughout the course of his legacy. Yellow and blue have kind of been his color scheme for years, and this series continued it. In fact, that's the original guy right there up on the yeah. shelf. That's the Cyclops that ran the first book. So, like, he's always been yellow and blue. But I still think his costume is bad. I feel like for him it's more standard, so I'm, like, kind of okay with it. Forgiving? Yeah, I'm a little bit more forgiving just because it's to me it's more standard. Like you said, he's worn the fucking condom suits. He's worn like the he's worn like the fucking the black one which was awesome, the fucking red one with the X visor which was hardcore as fuck. But usually this is the one I see him in most of all is this costume. Right. So I'm a little bit more okay with it, but it is extremely laughable. So it grew on you. Yeah. You're okay with it cuz it's so common. It's kind of like Superman's Red trunks, yeah. they're laughable if you look at it from today's superhero standards. But because he had them for so long, we continued yeah, to rock those to red yeah, trunks. Yeah, you're just so fucking yeah. used to it, yeah. It was almost weird when he showed up in the movie and the guy didn't sport the red trunks. Yeah, yeah. he was wearing like the full body suit. It's like it a red like belt body armor. Like, yeah, they've changed it to a type of red belt. Now, the only thing that does become hardcore laughable in this is, I want to say it is in the second episode, so I am jumping ahead a bit, but then like Cyclops walks out and he's like, I'm brooding, but look at my 12-pack. Yeah. Look at it. It's, it's just door. sitting here. Look at it. It's like, it's, go the fuck away, it's dude. Like, you got Cyclops, other shit to do. Cyclops is, look, look, a lot of these X-Men are big guys and fucking built ladies, okay? But look, Cyclops is permaflexed. Yeah. He's, he's worked yeah. out so much, he cannot not flex. <laughs> <laughs> he's permaflexed. I was waiting for Frieza to turn around and like, ooh, you could cook some... Oh, my God. No yeah. shit. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, and by the way, his introduction, I don't care how much you hate Cyclops. Everybody fought that Sentinel. Everybody got that ass kicked. He didn't fight the Sentinel. He caught Jubilee, seen a, bla- seen a laser blast, and said, bitch, please. No, he's seen, a, he's seen a laser blast. He said, energy blast, huh? And he looks right up, and he doesn't touch the visor. Supposedly, they're in his gloves, too. Supposedly, Ah, there's a button up at the wrist of the gloves, almost like Spider-Man, where if he made a fist that was this far up, he could push a button on on the palms of the gloves. That fires, and then he's also got the one where he fires from the visor. That way, if somebody grabs him, and he's completely tucked in like the juggernaut or something, if he held his fist the right way, his eyes would still go off. Okay, fair enough. And then I also, in the comic books around the time of the Hellfire Club, we were also given indication that that weird condom suit he was wearing, the visor had a safeguard where there were certain ways he could move his eyes that automatically caused it to fire. Huh. Because there's a weird, there's a word part where the Animen, when they fought the Animen, which is, uh, uh, they're they're the they're the troops of Doctor Nefarious. When they fought mm. the Animen, there's this lady that can hypnotize, and she hypnotized Scott, and his eyes went all unlucid, and they like widened. And when they did that, the visor triggered automatically and shot her in the face, and she was like, "Oh shit!" and went down, <laughs> and it saved him. And he was like, "Who? That was close." But then everybody around him is like, "Scott, man, good job, man. I thought she had you." And he's like. 
Yeah, can't pull one over on me. But she did <laughs> but have she him. Fucking did. She did have him. Yeah. He just, she just didn't know how to control his eyes, and she shot herself basically. So yeah, it's it's real weird. But he takes a sentinel out one hit. He's like, oh, that was impressive. You knocked over a light pole. Take this. Just cut that head right off, man. So now we go to Wolverine. Well, actually, I was going to say, I thumbs up the Cyclops costume. Okay. Because it's the one I'm used to and the one I enjoy most. All right. No, that's yeah. fine. So he basically won out because I'm the only one that's kind of against it. And I don't hate it because I'm like you guys. I, I'm right there where I think that I've seen it so much that it grew on me. But, but yeah, it, it's goofy to me. Um, so now let's go to Wolverine. He wears bright yellow. Bill. Yeah. I do what I want to do. He, he does. I go where I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I do what I want to do. <laughs> uh, you know, I got to hand it to him for as goofy as some of the dialogue he was told to deliver is. I he really with it, yeah. I enjoy the hell out of Wolverine. And this series probably made more Wolverine fans... Yep. Then we could count. It probably where Wolverine is today is probably more due to this series than anything else. And I mean that. Yeah. Like, all the people that read the books and whatnot, that was fine. I'm sure you enjoyed him. But the people that grew up watching this series, this actor fucking nailed it. Yep. The other actor I would give it to is Gambit. Because Gambit, that's how he talks in the books now. Like, always. Every single person that draws him, every single person that writes for him, has just been copying this actor for years. And it's kind of the same with Wolverine. That's kind of what we expect, is what this actor did. Yeah. yeah. Well, except for when it comes to the video games. <laughs> then you expect Steve Bloom to come in and Spike Spiegel the fuck out of everything. Yeah, but even he's still kind of copying this guy with the bub this and bub that everything. Yeah. Like. And I'm the best there is at what I do. Like, that yeah. all that all kind of stems from this guy. Yeah, because I was about to say, because from this show, I liked Wolverine. I always thought he was one of the better X-Men. Yeah. It was the games that got me. Just because in the games, you know, you go through and you start getting your ass whipped. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, wait, I'm Wolverine. I'm oh, just going to stand on this screen for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm back here. to full health. All right, let's go fuck people up again. Right. No shit. Um, but his costume in here is more or less common for Wolverine. Uh, it is the um. This is the seventies yeah. variant, which was recycled. Okay, the original variant, the seventies variant, was first. It was a really goofy Wolverine costume. Yep. It was for the most part. It was what you see today, but it was a little different. Then it made its way into the blue pauldrons, blue gloves, blue boots, black overtones, and then the yellow. For the main costume with the Batman mask. Yeah. <clears throat> and the Batman mask was specifically created because the guy that they told to draw Wolverine when they went to the when they went to the uh when they took Wolverine and they put him in the X-Men giant size number one, they gave him a sketch and said, This is what Wolverine looks like. And mm -hmm. he said, I'm not doing that. 
That's literally how that happened. The the yeah. iconic Wolverine mask happened because he saw that goofy fucking mask with the with the whiskers uh, and whatnot. Uh, that was the that's the Wolverine mask. I was gonna say that that one I know from like the Wolverine versus a uh, Hulk comic. That's ever. the actual yeah, Wolverine. That's the actual Wolverine. That's the actual first appearance of Wolverine. That's what he was, and his second appearance comes from the X Men Giant Size Number One. And the only reason he got that cool mask that we love so much today is that guy said, "No, yep, no." They were like, whiskers. "They were like that. That's Wolverine. Draw that." And he was like, "I'm not doing that." Yeah, because like, held to the no. Was it the uh, was it the Captain Canada that came before the whiskers? Or was it the whiskers then the Captain Canada? It, Captain Canada is kind of a retcon. Is we kind of got to see that suit later on. Okay, but yeah, like um, the Wolverine mask was the whiskers is the yeah. first that goofy. Weird whiskers, and it goes down past his nose and covers part of his like cheeks and everything. Like, it was goofy. Yeah, this mask is simply because somebody said, "No, fuck that. I yeah. ain't, I ain't drawing that. No, you can you can get somebody else to draw it, or you can accept what I'm about to do. But there's no way in hell I'm doing the whiskers mask. Yeah, because like I said, even the Captain Canada. Oh, and he also had he brown. also had pupils. The oh, original yeah. mask, you could see his yeah. eyes, and that yep. was really offsetting because most. Like, it's a superhero trend to put the mask on, you have the white eyes. Yep. But we could see Wolverine's eyes back then. Yeah, and that shit was weird as fuck. It was weird. And like I said, even when it comes down to the Captain Canada, which is the fucking the brown and the orange and the fucking... Yep. Yeah. Even that, no, man. Like, even that looks fucking weird. Like, it's close enough... Yeah. But no, fuck that, man. Yeah, he's got the leaf costume, basically. Yeah. And it, yeah. But yeah, um... This Wolverine is classic. He's classic. This is the 70s Wolverine. This is the guy that fought the Hellfire Club. Mm -hmm. This is the guy that survived the Savage Lands. This this is the Wolverine costume. The only other one that's considered classic past this is the 80s where he started wearing like the brown and orangish oh, yeah. color, yeah. which I don't I don't I don't necessarily hate it, but I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly where I stand. I don't hate it because it still looks similar. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that along the lines of his uh, patch attire? No, no the patch, patch is a business suit. Okay, yeah, right. patch is literally like a white fucking Casablanca fucking three-piece suit with a fucking eye patch okay, because he's supposed to, the eye he's patch. supposed throw to that, be throw that with the Mister Fix yeah, attire. No, literally, he is supposed to be, and I quote, incognito. Yeah. He's Wolverine wearing a fucking eye patch and a white <laughs> and he's suit. He's still got the same hair. Yeah, same <laughs> hair. Like you can tell when he gets pissed because the claws will start to come up under the skin. But he's incognito. That's that's not that's not Wolverine. So here's man. a conundrum for you: Has he worn the costume for so long that his hair is just permanently stuck that way, or was the or was the helmet designed to fit his hair? I want to say it was designed to fit the hair. Because when he originally showed up to fight Hulk, yeah. his hair was already like that. Right. So I want to say they made the helmet to match his hair because Wolverine popped the claws and said, No, I like my hair the way it is, like, God damn it. You ain't flattening out this dew. It took me generations to get it like this. 
<laughs> that and I think he was also pissed off from having helmet hair from World War... No, from uh, from the Civil War all the way up to World War Two. Oh, shit. And then he was finally and like, I'm done with helmet hair. I'm doing whatever the fuck the I can with X this. And then the thing with the... Yeah, yeah, then Weapon X. <laughs> and then it became like that. He was like, yeah, this is how it always is. Fuck it. I haven't washed my hair in four decades and it's staying like this now. <laughs> But no, I love this costume. I love it. The 70s costume is my all-time favorite Wolverine costume. Nothing yep. even comes close. Yeah, it's more or less the classic Wolverine costume. Yeah, 100%. 100% on the thumbs up for this guy. The only <laughs> argument that I'll make for a different costume is when he's not in costume. When he's just on the the, the shirt and jeans? Yeah, when he's thing? just on like the jacket and the jeans, and like every now and again he'll throw on the cowboy hat, and it's like, what the fuck? Just, I mean, you're covering up the hair. I never Whatever. understood the cowboy thing with Wolverine. Yeah, never. me neither. Because he's, he's a Canadian I, guy. I, I kind of understood it because I, I know about the old man Logan stuff, but that's besides the point. Well, that might work for like an old... like so something about the, the cowboy thing never made sense. What he's talking about is often what you would see with like Chris Claremont is when they were out in street clothes. Yeah. He would wear like cowboy boots and like a yellow jacket and like some some he looked very cowboy yeah. and he would wear a cowboy hat yeah how would a cowboy hat fit on wolverine he's got to do he's got to do some tucking for, for the exact same reason as to why he had helmet hair from the goddamn civil war until world war 2 makes you wonder if the only reason he wears a big cowboy hat is because no other hat will fit his damn head. Yeah, actually, that's probably it. That's why he's wearing a fucking 20-gallon hat. Is he like, can put it on and the hair doesn't get fucked up. He's like, fuck it, I have to wear this. I have to that's wear the this. the only thing I can wear other than, like, a top hat. It's not a choice anymore. I, I, I think there's... I think there's two people left. Okay, so who's... Okay, Beast... Oh, that's simple. Oh. Speedos and a belt. Thumbs up. Done. I'm okay Moving with on. it. Yeah, just, I, just I like it to see. I like to see Beast. So it would have been weird to like. Like I didn't like it later on in like the comics. They put him in like these weird biker shorts, and I didn't like that. And then he wore the weird onesie thing. Yeah. It's like it's like dressing up the thing. Just let him be a big giant nearly naked rock man. We're yeah, fine with it. Just call it a fucking day. Yeah. We're fine with yeah. it. It's he doesn't need to wear has a suit on. Remember remember when they put the thing in that in the one piece thing? He had the one piece? Like, oh yeah. Oh I hated that. Just let him be a near naked rock man and let's move on. Yeah, it's not like you're really gonna see much yeah. anyway. I mean, you know. Right. I'm fine with him. Yeah. I do think it's goofy, however, that when he leaves, he he actually puts on, like, Hawaiian shirts, and he even has a big pair of shoes that he wears. Yeah. <laughs> or he does the Ninja Turtle thing where he puts on a trench coat and a hat, and nobody knows. Yeah, nobody <laughs> notices that he's a blue furry guy. Yeah, no shit. Oh, or nobody wants to fuck with him. They, they're walking down the street, and they're like, fucking mutants, and then he fucking looks over, and they're like, oh, I was just talking to myself. I'm <laughs> Oh no, they probably they ignore his ass as like goddamn furries too. Yeah, goddamn furries <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. He could go to a convention and be safe. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be hated. He'd probably be loved more than he'd want to be loved to be right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, probably not in the way he would want, depending. But, I guess uh, it depends. Yeah. Um Gene Gray. Gene oh. Was that silence a nice indicator? Because she is fucking awful. Yeah. She is fucking awful. 
She wears a full body suit, not boots, not gloves. That's part of her bodysuit. There's yeah. no separating animation that shows us that those are boots. Yep. <clears throat> she has two colors. A bluish color thing mm-hmm. to the middle of the costume. And then the surrounding area of the costume is pink. naked color. Yeah. It's like skin naked. I was going to say, for me it looked pink, so... It's, it's like the color of her skin. And it depends. If you go into the comic books, it's a yellow color. Yeah. So yeah, um, oh my god, it is awful. It is an awful costume. I'm telling you, I am biding my time to move into the Phoenix Saga because her costume is legitimately terrible. terrible. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that's cool is the little gem thing in the center of the uh, uh, the crown piece. Yeah. Because that's supposed to be a, quote, amplifier for her powers and shit. Also... I kind of get that it's a little cool, but the rest of it, no, fuck on that. It's a little thing. It's a little thing, but it's confusing. Every single gar- every single guy and girl in this uh, in this team gets a code name, except for Jean Grey. Yep. She's not called Marvel Girl in this show. She's called Jean Grey. So when they're out doing their superhero thing... Everybody's using her actual fucking name for all the world to hear. Yep. Everybody, nobody says, hey, Scott. They say Cyclops. Actually, they do They do say Scott. They so. do, but they say Cyclops. He has a code name, and Gambit gets a code name. Rogue gets a code name. You don't actually, hear their actual names. Actually, I don't think we. I don't yeah. think we've hardly ever heard her real rogue's actual. Yeah, see, cause yeah, look, see, it's, that's that's, that's a skin the, color. Yeah, it's a skin. It's naked yeah. skin color. Yeah. But I don't think we've ever actually heard Rogue's real name throughout the cartoon series, anyway. So you will. Yeah, you, you will. will. It's it's not often, but you will finally hear her name a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. Because once so, or twice they'll be like Aurora, and you'll be like, "Who the fuck? Who?" That's I'm, Storm. I'm yeah. down like crazy. Yeah. I'm down like yeah, crazy. Down. Yeah, that's definite negative. Hate it. I think we've went over the characters. Without nope. getting into without getting into the bad guys. Nope, you forgot one person. The one person who's not in the The group. one person who's not in the show. Oh shit. Morph. Morph. Uh he wears the classic classic yeah. original original costumes. He wears with, the with yellow the and blue. Jacket over it. Yep, yellow and blue. He put a jacket on. Yep. He wears the exact same uniform that was worn by the first class in the comic books, and kind of the movie. They they did an okay job in the movie transferring that idea. And with that, he gets a meh. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. And we're about 50 minutes in. And and all we've done is describe people and bitch a couple times. Now, I've already <laughs> talked about the fact that one of Storm's superpowers is that she can create her costume. Yep. We don't know why. That's a weird power to have. But nobody else can do this. So it's not like it's a technology for the X-Men yeah. to use. She did that. Well, she put her for, hands up. One person. She put her hands up in lightning shot from her feet up to her hands and put the costume on her. Yeah, yeah. The only other person who could basically create their outfit is Morph. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And there's a reason why Morph can do that. 
What about the Sentinels? What do you guys think of those things? Because uh, I think first of all, greatest hide and seek ever. Oh, behind <laughs> the tree? How did she not right see behind it? Behind the fucking building? Yeah, How well, the shit? Does yeah, she, he's, huh? he's behind the building in which he's almost as tall as that building, and there's a tree in front of him. There's yeah. a tree in front of his leg. Yeah, and she ran right the fuck by it. Yeah, actually, Purple this brings up some my stuff for too. the foot and a fucking yeah. red and like leg. Yeah, like he doesn't stand out. He's giant and purple. Yeah, that's why I put down. It's like. Why is everyone fine with a giant robot landing on the street, let alone trying to squash somebody's dog and nobody does anything about it? Well, what would you do? <laughs> yeah. The Literally, X-Men. that one lady runs up and she she runs up to the cop and starts <laughs> shaking him. Do something. He goes, what do you want what me to do, do? Arrest it? Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, really here? Can you can you please lay out and, my options, and bitch? people are yeah. only panicking once he gets close to the mall. Yeah, that's another thing, yeah. too. He didn't cause panic while he while he traveled from Jubilee's house to the mall, in which she took a bus. Yeah. So he was a-walking down the street, clang, 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 and he was leaving footprints all... Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're he's heavy leaving, as shit. Yeah, he's leaving footprints. He's running people off the road. No he's shit. cars. He's Nobody. ripping trees out of his way like, fuck this. But Nobody you, gives a fuck until he gets to the mall. Once you start <laughs> fucking with my corporate America shopping, now I'm pissed. Yeah. Arrest him. I'm actually, like, what actually, the fuck, you idiots! I also like how quickly his demeanor changed too. He walked up, looked left, looked right, backed up, got all mean face, and was like, "Bam!" and punched the whole fucking building in. Then all of a sudden, he starts walking. He's like, "Do not be alarmed. I am here to serve and protect." Wait, now, wait, wait, wait. This isn't RoboCop here. So right. Apparently it is. <laughs> also. The only reason he was going after Jubilee is because her foster parents are fucking retards and said, oh, the government is doing something? It must be a good idea. Let's sign well, her up with no, this mutant oh, But it's not, it's not the government because the, the president told them to shut it down. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. Owned. Female president. Got to hand it to him. That's yep. crazy that they thought ahead like that for, now, for a show this old. Now, I, I want to bring up something that I had on my notes that we kind of have passed by. What? Isn't this the first, the very first time that Jubilee's introduced period to the X-Men? Ooh, that's questionable. If, um, if memory it could serves, be. yes. I think that she was created in place of Kitty Pride for this show. Yes. Which, fuck that, by the way. Fuck that. Oh, well, now, I'm a- not going to say that I'm an expert in the X-Men. I know a lot of X-Men. I've been reading it for years, but I've taken hiatuses where I'll miss out for five years, come back, try to catch up, and so on and so forth. Yeah. But, like, as far as I'm aware, you could be right. I think she was made to take the place of Kitty Pride, and fuck that. We should have had Kitty Pride. Yeah. Well, see, then what gets even more ridiculous is because we've had this argument before where what the fuck is going on with Jubilee, and I looked it up once before, and it was literally, if memory serves, she was created just for the show, and in fact, I'll go ahead and I'll look it up again, but she was made just for the fucking show, and then they transferred her from the show into the comics, where then they eventually take like take her powers away from her, she's because a, she goes yeah, she's and a gives them up. And yeah, she gets bitten by Dracula and basically becomes like Blade's love yes. interest. Like yeah, right, they're married type of shit. Right now, she's a vampire and she's raising a baby. She's yep. a vampire in the comics? Yeah, yeah. she's a vampire. She, she, wow. she, she gave up her powers yeah. and then was bitten by Dracula or some vampire. I, I think it was Dracula. Yeah. And then now she's a vampire mutant 
thing, she's not really a mutant anymore. She gave yeah. up her powers. She has no powers, but she's been bitten. Now she's changed. She's a vampire, and she's raising a baby. Oh, huh. nope. I take it back. She started in the comics first. Character first appeared in Uncanny X-Men 244 in May of 89. Huh. So, yeah, she appeared first. So, apparently, they used her instead of, uh... I Kitty still Pride. say we should have said. Yes, I still say, yeah, still say we should have had Kitty. But um, does, does it say when the the premiere of the X Men series was? Cause in the nineties era is all I got. So if I hit this button, and then f- fuck you, Wikipedia, you go away. Where the fuck you, son of a bitch? Original release was in ninety two. Halloween of ninety two. It was before she did premiere. On the series. No, she premiered in the comics first. No, yeah. you said 98. I said 89. Yeah, 89. 89? 89. Yeah, 89 was a comic nine. appearance. 89. Oh, okay. Barely. She barely, I mean, in terms of how how fast, because you got to think about comic books, man. Unless they're being produced every every week, you got one every two weeks or one every month. Yep. So, like, if you were talking, like, X-Men Gold, that's once a month. And if that was the only book you read, then she'd only been in, like, maybe 20, 30 stories at most before she appeared on that show. Huh. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, we already talked about Gambit. Oh, and, and it's a, like a plot hole that Rogue, Storm, and Gambit happen to be in the mall when Jubilee's there. No, I don't think that's a plot hole. I'm, I think that Professor Xavier is paying the X-Men. Almost like it's a job. I think they yeah. just go to the store and shit on his credit card. Because he's rich. He's like billionaire level rich. Yeah. And I think that... I think, I think that your that neighbor needs to shut the yeah, fuck no up. Yeah, no shit. I think that that's what's going on. Is I think they have like shopping excursions and shit. Oh, by the way, way to go for the, uh, for the moment where... One second. I, like, I also like how... How when um when the Sentinel gets in there and starts tearing the place up, a bunch of guys run by, and they're all freaking and panicking and screaming. And Rogue's first sale. That's Rogue's first ideas. Must be a sale. Jubilee said it too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a running gag with people running around from these Sentinels. It's like, is there a sale going on? You dweebs, watch it. She says. Um, Storm seems to think that she's in a J.R.R. Tolkien novel instead of the X Men. Doesn't, isn't that the way she always says when she summons up her powers most of the time? It's like she seems to talk like that all the time. Yeah, like giving giving credence or much more powerful meaning to everything that's actually like simple shit. Like instead of just simply saying, like when uh when uh Jubilee got snippish, instead of saying, hey. You know, what we're doing here is very important. No, she walks over to the side, puts her arm up, and says. We learn to control our mutant powers and creates typhoons and explosions and lightning. And she's like, for the benefit of mankind. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, Listen, and Jubilee, bitch. even like she's holding on to the fucking building, she's like, okay, I get it. Turn it off. Yeah, no shit. Calm the fuck down, yeah. all right? Like, it is not that yeah. fucking and, serious, and Beast is already one thing, because, you know, Beast is like a brilliant scientist who, you know, just happened to get fucked up. And, and he's incredibly he cultured. Is. Yeah. Yeah, he's like so. He's like constantly walking around, like quoting poetry, like Donatello. Yeah, Donatello. Like when when all the guys would would deal out their awesomes and shit. He was like the odd guy out that like had a different sensibility. Yeah, yeah. 
And like I said, he's already one thing. Then you got her walking around like, everything is grand and great. And it's like, yeah. just because you're training to become queen of Wakanda later on doesn't <laughs> mean you need to be like this now. Yeah, she was ridiculous, man. Straight up fucking ridiculous. Now, now with the Sentinel appearing at the mall and breaking through the window, does that, is this a self-making healing wall of window? No. He goes back through it again when he's chasing. No, he walked Jubilee. out the other side yeah. of the mall. Oh, so there is two sides. Yeah, yeah this okay. is like this is like the gigantic Mall of America type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Th- think about it like you're going out to Northwoods Mall. It's basically it's a giant box that looks so the exact this same. This dude, this on dude, both sides punched through, walked through the mall, and proceeded out because he goes to the back parking lot area, I and Cyclops ended his front, ass. So. Yeah, Cyclops yeah. ended his ass. Which, which, by the way, that's another thing that we're not really going to get into too much here. But how did they, how did they get the head home? Did all the X Men just like go and pick it up? Because X Men, like, okay, Cyclops shows up in uniform. Yeah. So maybe he brought the jet. I don't know, but yeah, he might have. But, but like everybody else was just there hanging out. But then again, that would have been a pain to just try and drag into the jet anyway. So. Yeah, like you'd have to hook it up and, and fly only, it or the something. The only thing I could think of is Rogue is there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's Rogue. true. So she could have just grabbed could? it. Okay. Yeah. No, he's right. That's yeah, That makes perfect sense. Rogue could literally just carry it. Yeah. Perfect sense. Yep, that works for me. Oh, by the way, uh, I want you to know something, Seth. Yeah. Escalator became stairs. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> And became weapon too. Yeah, yeah, and it became a weapon as well. Now, okay, in in the same in the same vein of uh, of we're we're fighting in the mall, Gambit. I want you to do something for oh, me, Gambit. Did, didn't he go from the third floor to the ground floor in? I don't know a how few he got seconds? down there the way he did. Yeah, because he's uh, unless this is like massive levels or something. I don't know. Maybe he was already on the. No, because when the thing fell back yeah, and its that, head fell, head, yeah. he was definitely upstairs. So I don't know. I don't understand how he got down there the way he did. But he did. He did proceed downstairs because he was able to catch Jubilee. Yeah. But Gambit, listen to me, man. Listen. I'm the kind of guy that likes storylines and I like to know what's going on. Please explain your powers a little more than with style. Okay? Because yeah. what you With did, style, what you did, does not make any fucking sense. Pay attention to how he how he fought in that scene. She falls, he grabs her. First attack makes sense. Fucking the Sentinels like stand aside, Peacock. I must apprehend that Arr. mutant. And he's like, shit, I'm about to Peacock all over this motherfucker. And he takes one card. I don't know how he did that, by the way, because he he put a he put a box. <laughs> He put a box in his pocket. Remember, a box. But he all, but then he breaches oh, in and he actually, just takes one card. Actually, because from the scene before, he was already folding it up to close it, and they left white. So I'm assuming what their idea was is that he closed the flap behind all the cards. That's the only thing I'll okay. give him. So he takes out one card and he says, Yo, apprehend this! And he throws that card. Bam! It hits the sentinel. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Now pay attention. Because afterwards, he's holding the cards, okay? Almost like a 52 pickup type of, like he's going to be a dick. And he's going, pew, 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 pew. And he's shooting laser cards. Pew, 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 pew. And he's shooting the Sentinel. And she pulls away from him. And she's like, fuck this. 
I'm out. So she starts running, right? All of a sudden, the sentinel like leans down and puts its hand out. And what, by the way, which is kind of a humorous scene because Gambit turns around. He's like, hey, what the fuck? And then he turns back around. He's like, oh, shit. Pew. But pay attention to that scene. When he puts his hand down, he says, wait, Gambit will help you. I'm a mutant, too. One card, one single card falls out of his hand onto the ground. One card. How was he doing that? How was he shooting lasers? That's not his power. He does yeah. not have the power to... He kinetically charges an item, throws it, blows up. That's the reason he does cards. Because it's easy. He can carry fucking... Uh, he can carry, literally, in that fucking trench coat, he can carry hundreds of explosives. Which is not a joke, because Bill used to have a trench coat exactly like it that had four pockets sewn into it. Yeah. That had a wallet in each pocket... One of them carried a Game Boy SP. Another one carried a cigarette fucking tin that had a full playing card deck in it. He also had, uh, well, well, you used to carry around a knife in one and then like a bag of change in another. And that's not to mention the two pockets in that the were fucking on the outside. Front. Yeah. <laughs> so you're t- so he can carry hundreds of explosives, but that's not what hundreds he did. Of cards. He yeah. used one card and shot lasers from the card into the sentinel. Yeah. And then when she says, "How did you do that?" he answers with, with style, style petit. petit. With style. style. No motherfucker, oh, explain what you just did. <laughs> but Bill, to quote our other show. Don't view that plot hole. I already talked about Cyclops' one shot. We're done with that. Uh, we already talked most of the cast introductions when we were talking about the... Uh, yeah. So that's fine. Okay, here's one. There are two of the world's most powerful telepaths in one building. Yep. The most powerful telepaths ever. This is a Jean Grey that's already an adult and already using the capabilities of Cerebro. Neither of them knew that Jubilee was awake and roaming around until they until Jubilee shut off the TV. The TV. Yeah. yeah. Do not interrupt Jean's shows. Jean was watching her stories she as was... she came upstairs, and somebody had the fucking nerve to turn off. Hey, these monitors was on. I was watching seven TVs at once because every one of the monitors had a different. Different, different news different program show. on, yeah. So actually, actually, that brings up something else I want to bring up as well. Uh, remember Morph when he was watching TV? Yeah, there was a president on that TV. No, there was a senator. It yeah, was a senator? yeah, it was a senator. Yep. It was Senator Kelly. Okay, yeah, Senator Kelly, because he says, "My because fellow they... Americans, I am an idiot." <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. got me confused. Because it's like, Wait. yeah, no, because Senator Kelly ends up being uh, rather important later yeah. on. Spoilers. Yeah, he's, he's quite yeah. important on a... actually. A E no, shit. Let's see. Ninety two. This would be twenty five year old show now. Yeah. So yeah. Spoiler warning on that. Yeah, Kelly will be <laughs> Kelly will be quite important. He doesn't. He's not just. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um. Look. The danger room. Oh, and the TVs themselves, real quick. Okay. Not only does it go back and flash back to fucking Sabretooth at the very beginning <laughs> yes, again. it does. It even, as it's flipping, as they're flipping through, it even shows a scene that you'll see later on yeah, yeah, you see, with uh, Magneto. Yep, Magneto, yeah. Later so on, they'll reuse it. So they're already kind of setting him up. Yep, yeah, the, you, if, you, if you're watching close enough, he's already been in the first episode, yeah. 
which is kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. I'm sure if I, I'm sure if I went through all of it, like that guy that's flying, they're like so to so and so flying. I'll bet you that's somebody too. If I really Actually, stop yeah, that scene Domino and look at it, Domino was in there too. Yeah, you saw Domino. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he's right. She yeah, was the first thing that was on the screen when Jubilee walks in. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. They set up their expanded universe pretty quick in a single scene. That worked out real well. Um, the danger room needs a better lock. Yeah. <laughs> beep, 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 slap. Opens the door and allows you into whoever's program. You need to put a lock on that motherfucker. It needs to be better follow, than slap. Followed by, follow by, here's the best part. I want in. Beep, 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 slap. Walk in, door closes. Now loading Gambit versus Wolverine, who yeah. are already fucking in the danger were, room anyway. They were, they were already in there running that program. Or was it? Or could it be that Wolverine and Gambit were in there talking? They were like, yeah, this is going to be pretty good. We're going to have this training session. He's like, basically, here's what it's going to do. I'm going to come at you with everything I've got. You're going to stop me. I'm the best there is. I'm fucking cocky and shit. If you can put me down, you can handle most any danger other problem. Danger room active. Oh, shit. I guess we're, st- I guess we're going. <laughs> and then somehow they lost each other. Because they didn't know where each other was because Wolverine punched through a brick wall with claws. I don't understand how that worked either. Yeah. And then he was like, there you are, Wolverine. I'm like, okay, what was that? Because you're right. Like, yeah. why does the danger room start a second time? At, like, yeah, were exactly. they in there already fighting and shit? And then, like, they got separated and they were like, begin, Wolverine, Gambit, Trick. God, we just fucking did this. Yeah. I'm going to be tired as a motherfucker tonight. Followed by tag. Yeah. Fucking wow. No, you get off him. And she shoots his ass and then fucking Gambit's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Pissed in. It was like, wait a minute. I don't like the fact that the X-Men are the only students at the school. And none of them are students. Maybe you could have had some students at the school. I'm I feel like your cover is blown Didn't pretty fucking Storm fast. Say, we learn to control our yes, and that's yeah. that's fine. But they've already done it. Yeah, Jubilee even gives them a bunch. They're of not shit. students. She was like what? Are you guys still in school? Get held back a class? They're all in their thirties. Yeah, they've been they've been mutants and, and they've been mutants and X Men for that matter since they were fourteen. Yep. So technically, in this cartoon line, they are the first class. Well, no, what they're 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 further along even because yeah. um because really you'll see you'll see flashbacks during the Iceman episode that oh. show them when they're young teenagers still yeah. learning okay, their so powers. That's first class. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we already did that. How the fuck did Jubilee not see the giant robot? Yeah, exactly. That's Actually, the, that's one of the biggest things. I was like. That that fucking robot is apparently the greatest hide and seek player ever. Just Actually, I'm gonna hide behind a building. I, I got Where'd a few you things. Go? I got a few things to bring up here. Go ahead. Uh, who the hell trusts that creepy guy to look to register the children, let alone look after them when he captures them? That 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 one guy who's in charge of the sentinels. Now, now ma'am, when it comes right down to it, who are these girls that you're? daughters hanging out with who's the oh yeah but aren't they aren't they the friends you're talking about boulevard trask <laughs> uh no 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 trask is the no, one trask is building them yeah okay. this guy is like a uh, gyric yeah oh yeah yep. gyric yep yep he's he's actually somewhat important too later mm-hmm. um yes uh oh, and that voice who the fuck her. would trust this guy with all this sh- 
he he claims to have government backing, and some people that's yeah. all it takes. Yeah, he looks like there a are people, son of a bitch. I yeah, but doesn't matter. Jack shit. You, you wouldn't, but there are people out there that if a cop, no matter what, walks up to your door and knocks, you'll open it. Yep. There's no proof that that guy is who he can. There's there's a cop that shows up in a fucking Buick and walks up to your door and knocks and says, "Hey, let me in this motherfucking house." There are people that will open the door because he's. He's state funded, so fucking yeah. government funded. He's in. He's. I would be like, "Are you a cop?" No, then go away. But you don't know. But you don't know that there is literally. If if you head up over by the fucking college, literally two blocks away from it is the exact same store that every single officer, whether they be working at the prison and they need fucking like jailers' uniforms, or if you're a fucking Peoria cop and you need a Peoria cop's uniform. It's a surplus store. You walk in. Hey, I'm new to the force. I just need a new jumpsuit, and I'll come back and get the patches later. So I need the jumpsuit and the belt. Okay, here you go. You can go to any place and make up a fucking patch that says, fucking Peoria County Sheriff's bad. Yeah. You can go anywhere and make that shit up if you wanted to. I've seen a few things online posted where people have, like, cheated places to get, like, gift cards and stuff because they look like they're... Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah, that's nothing. But you'll, but but there are people that will just trust what they see and not even question it. And that's what's going on here. Is this guy is obviously he's obviously a fucking creeper. Something is going on. Oh, yeah. yeah, because they have to play it up so that way. Then you, as you know, a dumbass kid, will realize, oh, something's not right about this guy. That's a true statement too. Today it would be handled a little different if it was like a more adult, like if it was if it was a Netflix series. It would be handled very differently. Like that guy probably wouldn't sound like that, yeah. and he probably would look like. And that. he probably wouldn't wear his sunglasses at night. Like, yeah. Well, Cyclops kind of does too, but yeah, Cyclops but has Cyclops no choice. Has <laughs> yeah. If if he doesn't, bye bye everyone he's looking at. But uh, also this time around, when Jubilee tries to go back home, they send two Sentinels. They become smarter this time around. Well, that's because. She she was rescued by don't mess with the X Men. Yeah, and uh, oh, that's Cyclops. One I wonder about too. Where the fuck that came from? Well, they've been X Men for years. Yeah, no, most. No, I mean somebody recording that quote. They've been X Men for years. Yeah, the X Men. The X Men were trained as X Men as young as fifteen years old. Yeah, hell, the X Men Blue that are in the comics right now, they're only sixteen. Yeah, and they are the original Charles Xavier students. So, yeah, they, they were trained when they were 14, 15 years old. They were already X-Men. And they were fighting Magneto at 15. So, yeah, it's, it's, not that, it's not that outrageous that somebody has that. Plus, not to mention Magneto and the Brotherhood. One of them could have been a dick and, you know, started some shit and said, don't mess with the X-Men just to now, give I will Charles say, a little bit of heat. I will say that right now in this in this universe's continuity, they haven't fought Magneto. You can tell, yeah. Because when he shows up, it seems like they're meeting him for the first time. But but in the original continuities, they were fighting Magneto as young as fifteen years old. And yeah. I think in the original continuity, they fought the Sentinels. They fought the Sentinels. It took a while. It took into yeah. the. Uh, yeah. here, I think it was in the hundreds. Yeah, here, this is the first time they're experiencing them. Yeah, the this it's it's working a little backwards. Sentinels shouldn't have showed up for a while in the series. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gambit is not willing to take Wolverine's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he's that's, the that's only the one. True statement. He's the only one. Everybody else was just dealing with the fact that Wolverine is a fucking prick. Yep. When he pushed Gambit. He fucking says, 
listen, I'm going after her. And he's like, no, we got a job to do. He says, listen, bitch, I go where I want to go. I do what I want to do. Fuck out of my face. And he turns around and he pushes Gambit and he says, out of the way, gumbo. Gambit does not take it. He immediately, yeah, immediately card yeah, charge. He's ready to fucking throw the fuck down. He was going to blast Wolverine in the back of the head with that card. He yeah. was like, listen, bitch. The only thing that stops him is fucking Scott runs up and goes, Gambit, stop. Yeah. It's not worth it. And Gambit yeah. literally, he looks at the card, looks at Wolverine, looks at the he card, still looks thinks at Wolverine, about and he it. goes, yeah, it's not worth Fuck it, and kind of tosses yeah. it behind him. He's, He's like, still like, are we what? sure? Are we sure it's not worth it? Because I'm sitting here thinking it's worth it right now while my chest is yeah. fucking pushed. Yeah. But you bring up that section of this episode. It's like, also, why did it take them so long to realize Jubilee's gone as well? Is, that, is this another one of those weird plots? Because points? telepaths don't know don't who know are in their shit. house until <laughs> the TVs turn off. Yeah. <laughs> this is very much the TV generation of X-Men... Fucking, they got shows to watch, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Watching their place. Apparently. Fucking, it wasn't until the TVs were off that they were like, boo, it's the girl, Gene. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> quick. Yeah, it didn't, exactly. took a millisecond. She was like, fucking, I was watching this TV. Boo, it's the girl, Gene. Fucking. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, fuck, and Jubilee starts running, and then it's like, right. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. There's a class X, and I'm like, Motherfucker, just yell! Morph is in the next room. <laughs> Morph, get her! Morph, Beast, Morph stop get her! her. <laughs> right down the hallway, like three doors down, man. Just somebody get him! Oh, no, by let's the way, go into a full lockdown where apparently beep, 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 and slap <laughs> opens all that the part, doors. That part right there, the character <laughs> drama is very strong for for a series like this where they could have literally just done fisticuffs the whole episode. Yeah. This character drama is strong. It lets us know a lot about the characters. We just determined Gambit isn't taking shit. Wolverine is a prick. He yeah. is he is rough around the the edges. Cyclops is Cyclops is against what's happening. They're about to become terrorists. That yeah. is not what he signed up for. Yeah. But they don't really have a choice at this point though. Well, he thinks they do. Yeah, he does. He, he does not he agree. He to Professor X and he goes, "Professor, I know what you're about to tell us to do." Don't make us do this. And Professor X goes, Scott, you have to. There's no other way around it. And he goes, there has to be. We yeah. cannot do this. He doesn't want that. Um, you can tell that there are friendships already. Like, uh, you can also tell that the, the characters are not 100% used to Wolverine yet. He must yeah. be fairly new because they're laughing at his face. And he turns around, he pops his claws, and they go silent. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He, will, he will actually hurt no, us. No, not for long. Yeah. yeah, like there's a lot going on in this first episode, small little character pieces that tell us a lot of information. We yep. know that Gene and Scott are together. We know that Wolverine has a secret thing for Gene, and it's not 100% secret. He's And, and apparently Wolverine was kind, of fr- was kind of friends with Morph. Yeah, you could tell. Yep, yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's talk about that in the next episode mm-hmm. for sure. That was his friend. Uh, you can tell that Beast is very articulate and that he spends a lot of time by himself, by the way. You can tell yeah, that. Yeah. Because while while they're going around and looking at characters in the mansion, in the mansion, some characters are together, some characters are out there talking, some characters are unaccounted for. They might be upstairs. But, like, uh, Beast is very much tucked away in the deepest part back in the lab. He's doing his thing. Yeah. And he's playing with chemicals and talking about how if he pours one vial... Into another, if not mixing. To, if not I pour too much liquids. into this one, the the 
the reaction results, may yeah. end up being a little explosive, and that could be interesting. Yeah, he's like he's like that would like, be that would be yeah he's neat. like getting his dick hard over getting blown up by yeah. some chemicals. It's like comp beast. He was like, take it back. He's a like if this blew up in my face, it would be disconcerting, yet provocative. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> like, like calm down, calm guy. down, beast. Fucking please do not blow up the X Mansion. Like, and we only got so much money with the shopping sprees and everything like that that's going down. Yeah, and then, like from I having mean, to rebuild the mall, because who the fuck is going to do that? Next, uh, I got, um, yeah, because uh, we get Rogue's backstory in this. Yep. Um, and literally, like, ten seconds, it's Rogue's actually, backstory. Actually, a lot of backstories during this section of it, them. We get, right yeah. there. we get Rogue's backstory. We get a little bit of information on Morph. Well, this is just the walk through the woods. Yeah, we we are shown we are shown that Gambit and Morph they're not friends. Yeah, in the least, I think they may even hate each other. They're purposely kind of like Gambit. I think if it makes you feel better, Gambit. I can go as you. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, Morph taunts Gambit, and on on the on the other on the other spectrum of Morph taunting Gambit. Gambit is just thoroughly fucking annoyed with Morph. There's a part where they're walking through the woods, and he's like, I used to turn myself into the principal. And he walks, and he moves the branch, and it hits Gambit in the, in, in the stomach. And Gambit gives this look like, man, fuck you. Why the fuck are you here? Yeah, I think the only thing that creates a buffer is the fact that Wolverine is friends with both Gambit and with Morph, and that's the only thing yep. that causes that buffer. That's because what causes Because the second him... Wolverine isn't there, Gambit literally about does the same thing, where he reaches in to pull out a card to be like, Fuck this mission and fuck you. And like, yeah. throw it at the back of his head once He's again. He's like, I'm tired of this fucking Joker. Like, it's not fucking funny. We're here to do something serious. You're running through the woods, turning into fucking principals, slapping me with tree limbs and shit. It's not fucking funny. And this mission, I should have been the one going in there, not you. What the fuck do you know? Yeah. Like he's he's thoroughly irritated by that. Um and by the way, we also receive information at this scene that Wolverine is very obviously better trained for this kind of operation than, than anybody all else. Of them. Yeah. He You guys sure do make a lot of noise. Yeah. He not only he not only already went for Jubilee, already tracked her, figured out where the trail went cold because she flew. That's what he means when the trail went cold. He found where they picked her up and flew off, and he says, well, I can't track through the sky. They were here. And I got bit by a dog, too. Yeah, Yeah. but he's got no wound. So right off the bat, they also show us the healing factor. Yep. They didn't really, they didn't showcase it, but the fact that he mentions, and I got bit by a dog, too, you, you know that if the dog found him threatening enough, it bit the shit out of him. He doesn't have a mark on him. That's nope. important. Well, if he was wearing the, his costume that he had on at this point, some of the costume might have been torn. So Probably bit the shit out of his arm. Yeah. Maybe. So, But he doesn't have a mark to show for it. So yeah. we already know he has the healing factor. And he was able to do all of that and track them. And he tracked them through the entire woods and nobody ever noticed him. Nobody. Yeah. Morph Gambit. Gambit is trained to handle shit like that. He is a thief. He was born and bred and trained as a young child to be a thief. Yep. That Which is, is his family legacy. That much during that stroll. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's same, one of the. He's one of the guys. Rogue. Yeah. Rogue he, was originally she was a fucking pickpocket. She went and she fucking stole fucking Professor X's nope, wallet. That's uh, that's Storm. But Earth, Rogue yeah, Storm, Rogue was Rogue was trained by uh, Mystique. 
Yep. She was trained for a bunch of different stuff like that. So you can kind of see, but but then Rogue is like throwing boulders and talking and like yeah. she's not she's not like them. But Gambit, he's quiet. And Wolverine was able to track behind them the entire way and basically beat them there. Wait for half their conversation and then say, "Okay, this is the part where we're supposed to shut the fuck up." Yeah. We were supposed to have shut the fuck up like a mile back now. So later on when they get caught, it's no surprise to Wolverine that they got caught because he basically saw the shit coming. He was like, you guys make a lot of fucking noise. Yeah. And then it gets even more ridiculous once they finally get inside of the building and fucking Wolverine goes, everybody wait. And they go, what? And he goes, there's lasers. Yeah, gun oil. You can see the lasers? No, I can smell oh. the ozone from off the lasers. Yeah, yeah, he can he can detect yeah, the infrared spectrum. Like, during that scene, he's like, Ozone. It's like, yeah. wait, the ozone help you get your super scent? He has he has no. scent like a hound dog. Yeah. Literally. But, but the way he's saying it, it's like the ozone layer helped made it super No, he sensitive. means the ozone of the room around him. Something yeah. is off about the room. There's a, there's a distinct smell, a mechanical smell, and he recognizes that they're infrared beams. Yeah. The, the machinery that puts out the infrared spectrum, he can smell it. Kind of like the only reason why they were saved on the, quote, cliffhanger. I was like, oh, God, here it comes. And then, you know, cliffhanger, here's a repeat because, of course, yeah, old animation, 90s shows, yep. they didn't figure, okay, you'd be able to watch this back to fucking back. Yeah, because they, they, I mean, even even VHS was only like a slight thing. Like, I remember they released this at Pizza Hut. I had, yep. I had both yeah, of these. The, the, the two v- VH tapes that had yep. the hologram card on. Yep, yeah, yeah I, I had those. I even had the, the Night of the Sentinels 1 VHS tape as well. So. Yep. yep. So, yeah, like, they, they didn't expect that this would be watched to the extent. And nobody making a show like this ever expected that early on. Even, even, with, the, even with the internet first taking in, nobody expected we'd be doing what we're doing, where we talk yeah. this hardcore about two episodes. Like, nobody thought somebody would break this show down like this. But at the same time, there's a lot of information to break down on this. The next right. one, it's probably not going to be, uh, let's see... We're already at an hour and twenty-five fucking minutes. So I combined yeah. it. I combined the two episodes, is what I did. We were originally just going to talk about what we knew about the X Men, and then we were going to talk about how we how we first got into the show and everything. But I decided we'd just jump right into doing the series. Fair enough. So that's the reason we're doing all our introductions and costume talks and everything. That would have been the first episode. Yep. But uh, also, did anyone notice uh, how Morph seemed to use the worst quote ever to put around? It's like. It looks like clear sailing from here. Yes. Yeah. Bad, well, bad move. <laughs> that's, that's one thing. The thing that got me about Morph is when they throw him over the fence. Oh, yeah. They hey, can throw- you guys give me boost, Beast? And both Beast and Wolvie look at him and get that grin like, yeah, we can help. Well, they throw him over the fence and he lands. And the guard comes up and says, hey, are you okay? First off, don't come over and ask if the guy in blue and yellow who just jumped over the 10-foot-tall fence, is okay, arrest a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Something is, he's not supposed to be there. So first off, yeah. you're awful at your job. There's, <laughs> there's a reason you go down. There's, yeah, Second there's, of all, as you're walking up to the motherfucker going, are you okay, if he stands up and turns into you, don't stand there. Run! Something. Do something. Like, you didn't take your gun out. Before you proceeded on the suspect who just jumped the 10-foot-tall fence, you should have had your gun. Now, not only that, but look, this is a security guard in an area where every security guard that we see has a gun. 
Yeah. A gun. A beep, 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 beep. Laser gun. Yeah. Yeah. They're guns. But they're, because of the animation laws at the time, they weren't allowed to show that it is a gun. They're not allowed to have bullets, but if you want because it to be a laser gun... Wolverine Wolverine even mentions the fact that he smells gun oil, Yeah. so they are guns. Yeah. But anyways, um, when, they, uh, when he stands up, he shoots the guy. He turns around and goes, and shoots him with a gun, then puts it on his waist and morphs back into Morph. The gun is not there, meaning Morph, unlike Mystique... Morph can make mechanical apparatuses that function. He made a sleeping gun. Yeah, I was about to say, what makes it worse is he could turn his, uh, apparently, all of the liquids and shit into his, in his body into an actual knockout gas. Yeah, he, he created a chemical compound. Because that gun, he doesn't have that gun. There's not a single time for the rest of the episode that he ever takes that gun out of a holster. It's not on his side. And his jacket's not long enough to cover up. Which yeah. is kind of why I wonder if that, that guard... Plus, not to mention in the instead. scene in the scene when he goes to put it, because he pulls it off of his right hip, shoots him with the fucking right hand, and puts the gun on his left hip, and as he yeah. puts it away, the gun phases back into his hand. Yes. And he morphs back. You're yeah. right. Yeah. That's, so that means that Morph can make weapons. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I keep thinking the you guard watched himself him do it. it. No, but he no. puts it on his hip. Yeah, he puts it, it on goes, his own hip. It goes, hip. It goes into his skin. I mean, if he morphed into the guard, the guard himself could have had one. So, but that still yeah. means that still means he made a weapon. No yeah. other morph character, no other t- uh, 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 transmutation character can do that. Nobody. Yeah. So you're saying if Mystique transformed into a guard with a gun, she doesn't have the gun. She doesn't, doesn't have, have the gun. gun. She no. doesn't have the gun. No. She just turns into the guard. She would Watch. turn into the guard with the holster and everything. There would be no gun. Yeah, she, if she makes a gun, she couldn't pull it from out the Watch, fucking holster. Even, even, though, even though it's not 100% perfect, watch the movies. When she goes into an area, she doesn't. She could just transform into a soldier with an AK-47. She doesn't because she can't. She has to turn into somebody, and then she takes the guns of the people around her to use them. Yeah, same thing like in the movie when she turns into Wolverine. She pops the claws, and fucking Wolvie goes, cute, swipe. And, and goes, goes right through Fuck! Because she can't make metals and machinery. Even the clothes that she's wearing are not actually clothes. Yeah. Now, wait. Wolverine cut through her claws, yet she was able to keep a fight with him with the claws. She can she can make yeah. them sharp. She can form into almost anything she wants, but she can't form complex machinery and she can't form weapons. She can't she can't turn into Deadpool and take a sword off her back. She can't do that. Yeah. It has to be something that is still connected to her. Now, if she wanted to turn into fucking Robert Patrick T-1000 and do the finger thing where she does like this and a long spike comes out of her finger and goes through your eyeball, not a problem. Yeah, which she's proven she can do because she could turn into Wolverine. She can make the claws because it's an extension of her body. Yep. But she can't take something off of her body. She can't She can't turn into somebody that's wearing a coat and take the coat off. Yeah. Oh, look, I turned into somebody with pockets. Let me check the pockets. Oh, wait, I can't. There's nothing in the pockets. No, she could check the pockets, yeah. but she'd have nothing. Yeah. She can only do what her body can do. She can make extensions of her body. Those aren't clothes. Yeah. It's a clever camouflage. It's still it's still her skin. Basically, mm. like she couldn't she couldn't turn herself into like some sort of beautiful hotness 
that has on like white gloves or something that and then literally take the go glove all the way off. up to like here and then remove the glove without ripping her own fucking skin off. Well, she could she if she took the glove off it would be a clever trick. Yeah. It would be her changing that part of her skin as she took it off, but then the person would be like, "Where's that glove at?" Yeah. Because you'll also notice that when she got her claws cut off, they don't like fall on the floor. They're not left behind. Yeah. Yeah. Just bro- the broken pieces there. Yeah. Because they're an extension of her body. Yeah. She can't take them off. Until she but starts Morph, changing but Morph can. People. Morph created a gun. Yeah. He built a complex piece of machinery that he then used, and it fired, and then he put it on his other hip. And the only thing I could think of is because it's a gas cloud. And he doesn't have a holster, so he just put it in his hip is basically yeah. what he did. And like I said, the only thing I could think of is because he is a shifter, maybe he had a bean burrito before they went, and it's not actually a knockout gas. Maybe it just smelled that bad. That was his fucking colon gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he transmutated his colon into he machinery said, and fire. And said, oh, God. So, like, yeah, he, he, he can do that. Okay, yeah. whatever. So we'll yeah, that. that's that's wild though. Okay, our, we already talked the infrared spectrum thing. That's the end of episode one. Aside from the storm starting to open the door to the guards, which is which is somewhat irrelevant. We've mentioned it a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like- so here's my question for the end of episode one on terms of this. Um, what team would you have sent in? You get three X Men, just like Xavier picked. I, I kind of, I would have changed the team up. Right. Who would you have sent in? I think Storm was good, a good choice. Wolverine definitely. Maybe Gambit. I would have done Wolverine, Morph, and Gambit. They make the most sense to me because, like, okay, Beast climbed those poles and he went and shut off the power. Morph could have done that for me. Yeah. And Gambit knows how to get into places like that. Yeah. Wolverine is black ops trained. Yeah, because even Wolverine could have gone up on the pipes and crawled over. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't have taken the back door if they... Like, they went into the door in the facility because they had Beast and they had Morph and they had Storm. Yep. So there was no reason... Like, they, they had no choice, and basically. The- yeah, yeah, it's kind of true, because technically speaking, Wolverine... And Storm was not supposed to be there. Wolverine left, and she was chosen for the operation. Yeah. Yep. Because originally it was Wolverine and Beast and Morph. Yep. And Wolverine was chosen by Professor Xavier, because Wolverine has black ops, ex- black ops experience, and they're about to do a terrorist action. But at the meeting, he and sent which for Storm to gather a team as well, so... Storm was supposed to go as the leader just yeah. in case shit went down, just because she has that ability to create the fog and the mist and shit to give them an extra veil to get them in. That's the only reason why I would have sent her as well. But when it comes right down to it, Bill is right. Technically, all they really needed is they needed Wolverine, Morph, and they needed Gambit. However, I do agree with the original team with having Beast there just because there is computers and shit. Yeah, but we're going to have no choice but to talk about that here in a second. But at the same time, Wolverine pops claws, slices computer, done. Moving okay, on. We don't need to talk about Wolverine knew about the, the guards because that's fine. Uh, Morph seems poorly trained for all this. Yeah, he's he's winded. The running is making him tired. <laughs> oh, 
He's sliding. He's sliding yeah. on the floor and falling into things. He's making references. He's he's very nervous and unput together. And it seems like the morphing is tiring him out. Yeah. He doesn't seem prepared like the other X-Men. The other X-Men seem like they're trained. It seems like he's very new. Of course, at the same time, subliminally, that could also be that bullshit of, yeah, do you see how this dumb motherfucker was sitting on the couch watching TV? Yeah. You seen how these other two were sitting in the danger room, jumping off of pistons that were going to kill them and breaking down walls? Yeah, be like those motherfuckers that are doing shit. Don't watch TV. It could this be. This message sponsored by the fucking Parental Television Council of America from the 90s. Um, the X's on the costumes, they seem to be communicators, so I'm curious if all the X's on all the costumes are communicators, because Beast and Storm can talk to each other by tapping the X. Yeah. Makes me wonder if that belt buckle that has the X on Wolverine, and you know, you, you, they, I'm yeah. wondering, I really am curious about that. Small detail, but I figured I'd bring it up. That's yeah, a possibility. Okay. Theory time. Did Storm blow the mission? Here's why. That that computer did not have a tower. It was one of those single-piece computers where the monitor is built into the tower that's below it. Yep. Beast was have. in the process of deleting the files. In a few moments, they will all be deleted. And she blows the computer up, stopping his progress. That yep. means those files, they're still out there somewhere. There might still yep. be a few pieces of it but he got rid of a lot yeah. no and actually no he said in mere moments the file shall be no more so he was doing a mass process that would have gotten rid of all of it and she interrupted his process yeah it, she it, it literally it says something on the thing of like virus installation or some such yeah. shit like he's literally putting a computer virus on it that'll literally wipe the data bank and every time they put something in it'll look like there's a file but it's deleting everything in the file. So even if they go back and they try to, you know, recover everything, oh, hey, yeah, this person's still here. And it's either going to be dummy information or it'll look like the information is pulled up, but there ain't shit. But what ended up happening right there? She blew the computer up. And that means just like well, if, you're, still if, typing. if you're yeah. rendering, if you're rendering and you're at 92% and somebody blows your computer up and you recover your hard drive, you got to re-render. Yep. yep. It didn't complete. It's not done. So she inadvertently, not in understanding computers, she blew the mission. They accomplished nothing except for one guy arrested, one guy dead. Except for no, the no, hard files. No, the hard files got destroyed. So you could but, hit print. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I was about to say. Yeah, she blew it. She blew it. She fucked them. They yeah. went there for no reason. The only thing I could say is, like I said, it says uh, fucking virus downloading or some shit like that. Maybe because she blew the monitor, they wouldn't have noticed that there's a virus still installing. Okay. A small side note, giving more badassery to our, our leader character, because everybody shits on Cyclops. I'm going to tell you something. A guard shone a light on Cyclops. He said, bitch, don't look at me. Browp! And took the whole fucking tower out. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, nope, done with that. Yeah. 
They were like, we got him. Yeah, you got something, motherfucker. Yeah. And what makes it worse is Cyclops is like, no, I don't want to harm humans. We're going to make this safe. Spotlight. D- bitch dead. <laughs> bitch dead. <laughs> if Rogue hadn't flown up there immediately, yeah, he killed that motherfucker. He yeah. was like, it's, he was like, like, it's like Batman. The bitch is going down with the bell. Yeah. Well, this motherfucker's going down with the tower. Fuck him. One is okay. It's true, too. I don't want to hurt people. Don't look at me, bitch. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> He's like, nope, I'm done with you. Dude, he's so fucking dead. But at the same time, it's also fucking cartoon logic. Because then we'll get later on, we've been fighting Sentinels, right? Yeah. And the Sentinels have been hardcore. Now we get up to this point where they're trying to GTFO. Here's one Sentinel. Here's another Sentinel. Here's another one. Oh, God, they won't go down. Let's get to the end of the episode. Bromp, bromp, lightning, slice, slice. We're going to talk about that, but first we're going to talk about one thing. Hey, Tin Woodsman, I'm sending you back to Oz in pieces. I want to bring something up here. Why in the fuck did Morph die? Exactly. Here's the thing. One, we've already determined that he can make machinery. Why don't you form a shield, dumbass? A big gun. A whip thing, a jetpack. Why don't you turn into a juggernaut? Why don't you turn into yeah, a fucking? Man. Why don't you turn into a, a a mini sentinel or something? Like okay, let's ignore that then. Two, Wolverine is your best friend. How do you not know he has a fucking healing factor? Right, they yeah. can't kill Wolverine. It is impossible, literally impossible, for the Sentinels to kill Wolverine. That's the guy you jump in front of? I kind of have a few issues with this part, aside from why Morph, but not only that, but Morph took one shot, apparently, and died, yet when the same shot went to Rogue and some of the others, they didn't die. Rogue is nearly bulletproof. Yeah. She has Ms. Marvel's powers. Yeah. She's nearly bulletproof. Ms. Marvel Uh, actually has energy absorption. Number two... Beast, though they don't talk about it, Beast has a healing factor. Yep. Beast can get shot and electrocuted. He will be hurt, but he'll be. But fine. he will recover. He can heal. His, his healing factor isn't as strong as say like Deadpool or Wolverine. So Morph was the or, weakest member. Yeah, Morph was just a guy that could transmutate. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It's definitely he a head was. Scratcher, he was every yes. bit as brittle as you or me. Every bit. If you shoot him in a gun, if you shoot him with so, a gun so, in the face, so he dead. If had gone long, she would have died. Yes, she yes. could have got killed. She's just a girl. She has pew powers, but she's just a girl. Same thing with, with same uh, as Cyclops. Believe yeah. it or not, Cyclops is just a dude. He's oh, perma- Cyclops got shot by his feet. He's permaflexed. <laughs> <laughs> so when the ground blows up underneath him, he's just like, bitch, I fucking did my leg exercises today. Yeah. I didn't skip leg day. Yeah. Let's do this. I'm just going to fucking roll over here and blast someone into uh, oblivion. Jean, Gay, Jean Gray gets, Jean shot. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> Jean Gray gets <laughs> shot in the head. She's, She's dead. dead. She'd be dead. Professor X gets shot in the head. He's dead. Yeah. They can't take hits like that. Morph can't take a hit like that. Gambit. Technically, cannot take a hit like that. At look, least look, until later on, and we'll don't get to the X Men train together? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Don't you fucking know that he's basically indestructible? And for that matter, if Wolverine is not afraid, you shouldn't be either. 
Yeah. You really shouldn't be. Because should have just kept or rather, running to the jet. Yeah. Yeah. Or rather, you shouldn't be afraid for Wolverine. That's yeah. what I, that's how I'll put it. Because Wolverine showed up on his own. He doesn't need a lift home. He'll make it on his own. He don't really worry. will. He He'll really catch will. A cab. It's He'll okay. Buy a few more like, dogs. Yeah. They don't seem to have the experience. They don't seem to understand what Wolverine is, even is. Wolverine has been in multiple wars. Yep. He's lived for hundreds of years. He's been a ninja. He's been a samurai. He's been a soldier. He's been in black ops. He's yep. been he's been a Canadian superhero. Yep. He is, he was part of the Weapon X Foundation. He is expertly trained, an expert tracker. He's an expert soldier. He's he's a he's a world master martial artist. Yep. And even if you, you don't get to this, see nearly you know, any of this in the show, it doesn't really play out very often. But he is all of these things. Yeah. And then of all the fucking people, uh, and on top of all of this that he can do, he can survive jumping because they talk about this in the World War II thing. He could jump out of an airplane. The chute doesn't work. He went face first into the ground during a mission with Captain America. Yep, he said, he lived. Blam! And he hits the ground and everybody goes... Oh, fuck, he's dead. Literally, five minutes later, as they're like, oh, man, let's pay our respects, he goes, that one hurt, and gets right the fuck up and keeps running. Yeah, because Captain America even references that at the time, they didn't know what mutants were, but he went on on, uh, uh, parachute missions and whatnot, like uh, halo jumps and shit, with this guy, his name was like Hewlett something or whatever. Uh, James Howlett. Yeah, James Howlett, and that they just thought he was lucky. Yeah. They were like he was fucking unstoppable. It was like something just kept that man going. They That's didn't know. How he know. was able to make it through every fucking war because they didn't know any of it. Yeah, they didn't know. They thought he was just a lucky son of a bitch with a hell of a drive. Yep. Well, I I know one thing I hated the most about the scene is the editing that they placed on it. It's like, oh yeah, they weren't allowed like, to show him die. Yeah. No, I mean, showing this scene. During a yeah. flashback for Wolverine while he's driving away. Yeah, because I thought that was I thought it was well done actually. Yeah. I, because I like the idea that they skipped to the end to show us, you know, because the they, aftermath of going. Yeah, I, I like that he kind of it it allowed us to see because Wolverine is a tough character, and right now yeah. all they've shown us with Wolverine is that he's an asshole. That's all they've shown us. But then in the second episode, they had a chance to show us that Wolverine is a little deeper than that. He is concerned with the welfare of who he considers a friend. He didn't just want to go back for Morph. That's his best friend, somehow. But he wanted to go back for his fellow men. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, "Fuck that! We don't cut and run and leave people behind." I'm going back for Beast and Morph. And I have another question on top of all that. One, yes, it's dumb that Morph fucking died that way because did you, did you even did you even pay attention in the danger room, Morph? But um, could Wolverine have actually went back and pulled that off on his own? Uh, eventually, I, I think maybe. Uh, Morph it, it, it's, is. It's kind of like the old saying uh, with the uh, "given enough time." Yeah. You know. But without killing anyone, I don't know. Oh, he'd have killed people. Oh, yeah, he'd but, have killed. But that's just that's just him. He's one of the only guys in the series that will threaten to kill. Yeah. But, he was he was going to chop that fucking guard up. Yeah. Well, technically, when when they get back to the mansion, he's like, next time I'll you be using you these. just you yeah. just hit my next point yeah. right there, Wolverine. Wolverine threatens to kill Cyclops. Yeah. 
He threatens to kill. That's not, that's not like just a hit in the stomach and we're having an argument. He walks up. He says, I know how you feel about it, Wolverine. And he punches him in the stomach and he goes down. Then he shows him. He pops the claws and he says, next time I use these. I'm going to put these in your stomach. I will watch you die. The yeah. next time you question me, the next time you stop me, the next time you get in my way, I'm done. I'll fucking kill you. Well, technically he should have punched Rogue. Concerned Rogue's the one who touched him. But I actually have a different theory. Because I have it written right here in my in my thing right here. Cyclops is not the one that decided they were they needed to pull out. He said we're getting overwhelmed. But what was he doing? He didn't run. He was fighting sentinels. Yeah. He was wanting to regroup and formulate a fighting strategy. Storm is the one that was like, we need to retreat. We are being overwhelmed. She overcalled Cyclops, and then he agreed. Yep. That's when he made the decision. If you want to punch a stomach, Wolverine, punch, Storm yep. is the one that decided we needed to go. Sentinels are super tough to kill. They're very tough to kill. Okay? And look, Storm, during that scene, I counted. I kept a tally. Storm killed one and said, we're being overwhelmed. We need to get the fuck out of here. Yep. Cyclops, on screen, confirmed kills, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. He took down eight Sentinels before it was time to run. Yep. Yeah. Eight. He was like fucking brown no leg, brown no head, brown no chest, brown no arms. He just fucking laid, laid those motherfuckers out. He was not running. So, so Wolverine is just fucking mad. Because Cyclops gets the Jean Grey. Yep. He, it's, it's just a continuing problem with Wolverine that he sees what he wants to see. She's the one that said, we need to fucking go. I can only kill one of these things. And Cyclops was like, well, if we could gather up, yeah. I'm taking these bitches down. Best they've, best they've done is trip me. Yeah. <laughs> Shot the ground, and I was like, oh, fuck, and I fell over. But because I don't fuck around with leg day, I got right the fuck back up and took their legs. And Rogue could have taken out a couple of them, but uh, she was too busy flying around and fucking just doing aerial fucking dogfighting bullshit. She's probably flying around. Instead of actually fighting. Yeah, she got got hit a couple of times, realized she could not, because she wasn't a part of the fight. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that was said was, get Beast. And she was like, I've got him. He, she flies up and gets shot a couple of times, hits the ground. Gambit grabs her, and Gambit's like, no, fuck it, we're leaving. We're yeah. leaving. And he starts running, and then the and then, Sentinels then land Rogue, in front of him, Rogue and she's up. like, fuck, we can't go that way. She grabs him, and they take off the other direction. And all of the, and who do they lean on? Who do they lean on? They lean on Cyclops. They flew the fuck out of there. Yeah. They were GTFO, but rather than stop and help, rather than have the have the Superman level strength character fight some Sentinels, she carried Gambit and what they say, Gambit, give them an eyeful. You stay here and fight Sentinels. We out. Yeah. And he did. He said, "All right, there's there's three of them right there." And he said, "Jute, jute, there's one. Jute, jute, there's two. Jute, there's three. He took all three of them out on that screen." Him, by himself, just alone. Yep. Fucking leader. He is way more powerful and trained than people like to give him credit for. We already talked about that. Uh, president is a woman. We talked about that. Oh, here, here's a here's a quick question. Oh, quick joke real quick for you. Um, 
The guys that call Wolverine a hairball have more hair than Wolverine. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You saw that? Yeah. I don't know why, but I laughed I was at that. like, okay, whatever, you backwoods hicks. <laughs> They've got full fucking man and, beards and, and shit. And what makes it worse is they're getting all pissed off at him, and he fucking pops the claws, and they're like, we don't want you mutants here. I'm like, do you not realize those are fucking blades coming out of his hand? Like, you got a pool I would stick. back the fuck up, man. You got, a t- you got a pool stick and a cue ball. He's got six knives. They don't, they don't calm down until they accidentally fucking rip Cyclops' glasses off. Put them back on! Put oh, them back, back on. on! Also, he did that shit on purpose. Yeah. All the control that we've seen over Cyclops in these two episodes leads me to believe that he was like, now wait the fuck a minute, don't touch my face. They took the glasses off and he said, you know what, fine, I'm going to let this happen. Because all he's got to do is close his eyes. Yeah, exactly. He could have closed his eyes before they ripped the glasses off his face. He said, okay, all right, fine, pricks. You want, to, you want to see why you don't fuck with me? Brr, and he took that fucking table out, ripped a hole in yeah. the ground, destroyed that guy's bar, and they were like, oh, fuck, please wear these glasses. <laughs> please, please wear these glasses. But uh, my, my little question is, during this episode, we see that the Sentinels are made in Detroit, Michigan. The control agency is in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Where does Jubilee live? They all live in New York. I don't yeah. understand so how or why. So it's all within the New York area. Yeah, it's all yes. supposed to okay. be in the, I think it's like like Queens and like different areas like that. So should we be seeing Spider-Man jumping in throughout Spider-Man, the Spider-Man Spider-Man is in does. one of their episodes. Yeah. He, Not their episode, yeah, but he has Spider-Man a crossover with yeah. them. So we'll we'll figure out where to put that when we're talking about these. <laughs> um This is a small note, but I thought it was interesting. Jubilee's uh dad looks like Ray from the real Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of see that. The animation is almost exactly the same. Um, final fight with the Sentinels. I have the kill list right here. I counted them. Uh, isn't it like 12 or 13 or some shit like that? Cyclops took out four of them. Browp, 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 browp. Got them. Gambit took down one. Didn't Wolverine take down one? Bunch of yes. cards. Rogue took down two. Storm took down three. Wolverine took down one. So yeah, kill this count of eleven. You, Morph. Oh, by yeah. the way, a uh, a side arc, uh, or rather a uh, a side note on the Wolverine taking down one Sentinel. Why are there a bunch of tires in the Sentinel factory? Did you notice that's what he was hiding behind was a bunch of tires? Because it's Detroit. Detroit is known for automobiles. <laughs> I just thought that was really weird. Cause that, maybe they're actually, stripping. Maybe they're stripping cars for materials or something. It's a possibility because I mean, at the same time, like I said, that's actually not a joke. Detroit is actually known for having like a lot of the different car companies, like fucking Ford and Chrysler and all of them. All right. So it's a possibility that basically what they did is they bought out like one of the warehouses that you know they actually made all the cars on because that's literally how they're made. In order to make a car, they literally, they just, like, take some, you know, sheets of metal, run them through a fucking press, it presses them to the shape of a fucking car door, a robot arm will come over and pick it up and fucking slap it on the side of the car into the frame. That's basically how they're building the Sentinels, is all the shit is done, like, automatically by the robots. The dude is literally walking by and going, squeaky, squeaky, squeak. Yeah, that metal looks good. Okay, moving on to the next robot. Yeah. 
So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if that's a little bit of backstory they didn't mean to put in. I wonder if they're stripping automobiles to get the materials. It's possible, especially yeah. with the not only automobiles, but who knows what other junk they could be using for the metal as well. Yeah, because yeah. that that factory was loaded with tires. That's where Wolverine yeah. was sneaking around was in the tires. And like I said earlier, you start fighting all the Sentinels. Nobody can do it. Nobody can do it. Then we get to the last fight. We have a confirmed kill count of eleven. Right. Oh, um, cartoon logic. Jean Grey <laughs> did nothing. nothing. No, no, she did one thing. She confirmed the death of Morph. Yeah, she sat on Cerebro and confirmed that Morph died. Oh, but ah! yeah. yeah, that pissed me off. I'm, I'm. Tell you what, I cannot wait for Phoenix because Jean is fucking awful. Now, towards the end of this episode, I, I kind of have one question that I don't know. Seth can probably look it up or not, but. These are Jubilee's foster parents, right? Yes. What happened to? We her? don't know. Don't know what happened. To in, in terms of this series, no. in terms of this series, we are never told. Yeah. Not but, in not once, not even a slight mention. But I wonder if in the comics there was any. So. There's a possibility of it. Okay. I'm sure. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste too much time in it right now. But hey. But I can at this, least answer it for uh, off the uh, off the show. To close this episode out, what'd you guys think of the first story story arc to jump into X Men? Because honestly, to for me, in, it was great. I mean, it, you get a character that jumps into the X Men universe as well, so not just the viewer. What do you mean, Jubilee? Oh yeah, because you kind of experience the X Men kind of, through uh, her eyes. Kind of yeah, her, yes, yeah, which gives which gives them the opportunity to just begin. We didn't need backstory. It, that's that's something that intrigued me. We got some we throughout the episodes, but so. but they were scattered in areas that made sense. They were just characters talking, and if it came up, it came up. And the information we were given was given through character interaction, not not like a full tutorial explanation in the middle of the episode where it slowed everything down. By the way, there's a reason why you're not going to know uh, Jubilee's backstory in this. Parents she, dead? yeah, murdered by hitmen because her parents were rich. Hitmen? Yes, hitmen. Could Wolverine have been one of the hitmen? No. No, Reno and Molokai. Yeah, I know. The names sound a little bit familiar to me, too. I think we do meet up with them later. But, yes, um, I think that this was tremendous. I really like... Even even by today's standards, most of the animation was great in this. Yes, even by today's standards, if this would have played on on like in, on Netflix, if they said, "Hey, we're thinking about doing a series. Here's the pilot. If it gets enough thumbs, we're going to run with this. If not, we're not." I'd thumb this up in a second. Yeah, I, I'll put it this way: when it comes down to it, character development major plus. Yeah, storyline major plus. Mm-hmm. It, excluding a few dumbass parts, right, right. That's that's any show. There's always going to be those dumbass and stupid, especially puns and if stuff. it's something for kids. The art style didn't quite hold up, right? The costumes fifty fifty with whether they held up or not. Definitely a recommend at the end of the day. Now, if you did not grow up in the nineties with this show. The animation is rough. The animation can be rough but, in certain places, you're right. But, give it the chance, because the story will make up for it. It does. And the parts of the animation that work, they really work. Yes. Yeah. Hardcore. I mean, not only that, but 
They work, the harder, they work harder than Scott, and Scott has two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, probably get to at some point in one of these shows. So next we will be covering the Intermagneto stuff and the uh, two two episodes, I believe. I believe it's the Magneto where he attacks the nuclear base, and then the other episode it will go into uh, we'll go into uh, Sabretooth and the continuation of the Magneto thing where he attacks the chemical plant. And we'll be talking a lot about him, I'm sure. So, we're done. Hey guys, did you like that podcast? If so, remember to check out FandomNight.com. At FandomNight.com, you can drop a line to this show, or you can check out other podcasts as well. We cover all kinds of topics, everything from comic books, wrestling, movies, TV shows, video games, animes, mangas. It's outrageous. We seem to have a podcast for just about everything, and you have access to it just by going over to FandomNight.com. So, check it out, guys. We're going to get out of here.